Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Dana Sacco. Dana's mission is to help online business owners streamline their business for growth as well as take back their time so they can step away from the computer and still have their business that runs like clockwork. Ah, isn't that the dream? Dana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. I really appreciate being here. Oh, you're so, so welcome. So for everyone out there, can you just expand on on that introduction and what you do and who you serve? Absolutely. So I work with online service providers, anything. um, I mainly focus on financial professionals. However, I work with anyone in the field that's working online because I think it's so important. Um, None of us signed up to start a business to sit at the computer 24 hours a day or to be on our phone. So what I do is it's more than what do you love to do? What do you want to automate? Um, what do you want to delegate? It's creating an environment that goes a step beyond that, where it makes it seamless for your client as well so that they enjoy it. It's a, it's a journey that you're taking them on. So it's the entire client experience plus allowing you as a business owner not to have to sit there behind the computer waiting for all the different steps to take place. You mean we're not just designed to sit here at the computer as we build our business and and lock in here? That's a dream, right? That's what we we, we signed up for. I've actually been there. No, I I don't recommend it. (laughs) Beautiful. So... This, yes, I mean, I think everyone, I hope everyone was listening saying, yes, 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 we shouldn't be locked to our phones, to our computer. But when we first start business, ah, oh, isn't it so easy to to do too much, to be too glued into things that maybe aren't actually moving the needle? I, I was there. Um, I was going for that magical $10,000 a month. I haven't decided who came up with that magical figure, but I don't like them. Um, But, Uh, you know, we had that goal. I had that goal. I actually live 100 yards from the beach. And during that goal, I didn't see the beach. I didn't see, you know, I wasn't able to. Here it was the end of July. And I looked at myself and I was like, I haven't been beyond this computer for long enough to just go sit at the beach. And I didn't, I didn't start a business for that. I was at the point that I was just like, you know, we're going to burn this whole thing down because 
it, it's not going to work for me because that's not what I want to do. Um, mm. and, and I don't think anyone wants to do that. Um, it was hurting not only myself, my health, my family. Um, it's just not, that wasn't the goal. $10,000 a month was the goal, but not at the expense of myself. At what cost? Mm -hmm. I think it's such a key phrase, at what cost? Did, for this, was it a gentle, you know, did you not really see it coming? It was just one thing at a time and then you realized, oh, wow, look where I am. Or did it just, did it just come down on your shoulders all at once? It hit me hard. Um, one day I, you know, I've been in business for 30 years um, with multiple online businesses. And this was the first solo venture where my husband wasn't my partner with this. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it hit me that, you know, I, I couldn't even step away to go enjoy like the evening. Um, and I was in tears. I was mm. in absolute tears. I couldn't, it wasn't holding back. It was just, you know, I wanted, they're asking me to go outside to go have a barbecue. And I'm worried about clients, whether they're going to message me or, you know, I'm sitting there glued to my phone. Oh, was it, was it the building the business? Was it the fulfillment of the clients? What areas were taking most of your um, mental strength? Yeah, it, it was a little bit more of, okay, I need more clients. Um, so if anyone reached out was a lead, I needed to get back to them like right then. I needed to let them know that, hey, I'm here. Um, the fulfillment there wasn't anything, you know, clients would wait. I was working on an hourly retainer at the time, and they all seemed to wait until week four um, of the retainer to send me all the information so that they would eat. Every one of them would want 40 hours of work uh -huh. in one week. And when you have five clients, there's not enough hours in the week to even accomplish that. Mm -hmm. Um and so it was stressful that way. It was just one thing after another. Then um, as a mother, I sat there and, you know, I felt like I was depriving everything on the home front as well. Dinners weren't being cooked um, by me. I, you know, or I would try to go out and grocery shop and couldn't even remember because I was so worried about answering texts on my phone. So that is not why anyone goes into business no, no one needs uh, to do that what what was the trigger point for you that hit home for you to say okay and it's enough is enough there has to be a better way or what what was that moment was it was it one moment was it many moments I honestly think it was when I could not I felt guilty for leaving my computer to go and eat outside with the rest of my family. Um, I shouldn't feel that way. You know, I should be able to go out, have a burger, a beer, and just sit back and relax and laugh with the rest of my family. And my family's big. And so, mm. you know, if my family's here, I want to see them. Um, so it was one of those moments that I was just like, I can't, I felt guilty about doing that. And at the same time, I felt guilty because I, I wasn't with them. So mm. I felt and the priority shouldn't be my clients. 
it's got to be me and my family. So it's a whole boundary thing that just was way overstepped. Yeah. Uh, boundary priorities, looking at what's what's actually important. And it's it's hard. We we can all miss the mark mm-hmm. when we first start because we think the business, the clients, the revenue, this is important because it's going to fuel this. Mm-hmm. But then I think we start getting to that dangerous territory of then I'll be happy once I get, as you said, that mythical 10,000 a month mark, then right. I'll be happy. Then right. I'll be able to have a, a burger and a beer. Right. Looking at the beach. Yeah. And I just want a burger and a beer because it's a Tuesday. You know, I, I don't want it to have to be planned. I don't want it to have to be, oh my gosh, it's got to work around what my clients are doing. That's not what right. I want. Yeah. Yeah. So and your, your family at the time, just want to take their perspective just quickly. Did they understand? Did they understand what, what was happening? Did they, were they um, um, with you or was there a bit of sort of tension or miscommunication? Oh, there was tension. <laughs> there was tension. Um, it was a lot of ignored tension. <laughs> um, I, I'm very blessed to have a husband who has worked with me for a very long time. Um, we've been together for a very long time. Um, and he watched it coming and he would try to put in those, you know, you put inside remarks here and there, not negative remarks, but just kind of little reminders here and there. And I'd be like, but at this level, I can do this. Like you were saying, at, you know, when I hit this, you know, it, it will be the golden goose type thing. Yeah. And, um, the day that I actually was breaking down and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. He goes, then quit. He said, you don't have to do it. You you do not have to do this. And I was like, but he said, then change it. And um, I said, well, I don't know how. He said, well, I don't know how either because honestly, he has no clue what I do. Uh, <laughs> but he said, you know, you're worth more than that. And with him saying that I'm worth more than what I was charging at the time. And I think at the time it was $45 an hour. And um, you can imagine with people with 10 hour retainers a month, you know, 10 to 20 hours, it was taking a lot of people. So I was juggling a lot of people. He said, get rid of them. So I did. I, I changed it. I changed what I wanted to do. I changed um, what I started offering um, and changed this, it and stepped away from it. This and transition, how, what kind of time frame? What, wh- how long did it take from that, that conversation of change it, leave, so, destroy it, change it, whatever it takes? And you said, mm-hmm. yes. What was that like? That was in July. And by September, Um, I was booked out. I actually, at the time I changed to VIP days, which is getting everything done in one day. Um, And instead of charging 45 an hour, I charged by the project. So instead it was right around 1500 Mm -hmm. for a day to set up specific things. Um, And I was, I didn't have to work every day. I only worked one to two days a week mm-hmm. and each client, you know, was $1,500. And then, so by September, end of September, I was booked out at that. 
at two times a week. Nice. And how did that feel once you made that that shift? I got to see the beach. Um, <laughs> it was it was very freeing. It was very. Um, it, it was nice to have like the three days off. And during that time also, you know, during this entire thing, we had my grandson who at the time was three, two or three. And um, I got to hang out with him. You know, I could just sit there for the whole day mm-hmm. and just hang out with him. And, you know, he took a nap. I took a nap. Everyone was happy. So it it was a freedom I didn't realize would exist. Nice. And, and that is the point of business to mm-hmm. fuel your life, not just money, but happiness, fulfillment. Beautiful. So let, let's take this into your, into your clients. So mm-hmm. you help business owners to be able to have the systems in place, to be able to, free themselves from what you've experienced what what you've seen what do you hear all the time from clients that frustrates you or that they false beliefs they have that you would love to squash that it's too complicated um i think a lot of people they go out there and we're in a nation we're in an entire world actually of the shiny syndrome um, where we see all these different systems and we go out there and we try a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't discuss how much money I've spent on trying different systems, but I see it with other people and they say it's too complicated. Um, and however, I think what people do is it's not that it's complicated. It's a lot of time you're overthinking it. And then you're trying to push what you're thinking into whatever the new shiny software packages that you found is. And they don't all do what you're thinking. And so if it doesn't do what you're thinking, why are you trying to shove your business into it? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's huge. So I'd like people to stop doing that. Um, I'd like them to actually take a step back more often and a lot of people try to make things too complicated like I had one person they want to customize every single thing that goes out with like their clients and like client pictures and I'm like oh that's a lot of work you know you you don't need to do that no one cares no one cares that you put their logo on the proposal or on the brochure they don't care and they were like, really? I said, yeah, we, you know, it's supposed to be about what you're offering, not them. And they were like, oh, okay. So instead that entire process just got automated because they don't have to go searching for the pr- picture of the person. The person mm-hmm. doesn't have to be upset that they found that picture because you know, you're never going to pick the picture that they want you to pick. <laughs> of course. And then, you know, it's automatically done. So it's saved them probably a good 20 minutes just right there. So a lot of it, I think that we overthink things of what clients want. Um, Clients want streamlined. Clients want ease. They don't want complicated. Um, 
And there are a lot of different systems out there. But that, that belief, complicated yeah. equals results, more complex, different, new equals bigger, better, because we have to keep on re-engineering, right? That's, that's what we need to do. You need something that, you know, if, if you're a solopreneur, you're different than someone that's starting to build a team. If, and if you're starting to build a team, you're different than someone that's already at the seven figures mm -hmm. that is, you know, one client I'm working with, we're working with 300 team members. That's completely different than the solopreneur. So, you know, their box is completely different than what your box is. So you don't, you don't step into the seven figure scaled business system if it's just you. But the process, believe it or not, is exactly the same. Oh, now isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. The process is exactly the same because you, at the seven figures, you still want that client experience and it's the client experience to run smoothly. You just have more bells and whistles that other people need to access. So when I'm designing a workflow for someone, the seven-figure business is the exact same as the solopreneur. It's just on a different level. So you've, you've simplified your workflow, you've simplified your processes and your the way you work with clients, which means that you can work so much better and bring those results. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's, believe it or not, it's a lot more simple than people think. And you've got um, a smile on your face when you do it. Oh, definitely. I mean, I've got a smile on my face and dry erase markers in my hand. You know, <laughs> and it's usually just a few extra steps or a different piece of software because they want more. When we're solopreneurs, we're working at a certain level where, yes, we do want to be a little bit more in touch. We're at the seven figures. Yes, you want to be more in touch, but you need more steps automated. Mm -hmm. So the basis is the same, but the process is just a little bit different because you just have more stuff that's automated, but the clients still experience the exact same type of experience. Gotcha. Beautiful. So the way everything seems to have changed for you quite dramatically, you, with your business now, you have no dramas, no challenges. Life is just a breeze, right? That's the way it works. Yeah, we'll go with that. No. Um... <laughs> It's just at a different level. It's, uh -huh. we sit, we sit there and we talk to ourselves um, a lot internally of, can I do this? Um, and I honestly think the entire process is exactly the same, but we have a mental roadblock when we see, when we have to put in what the invoice amount is. And when that invoice amount is more than we're comfortable with, it's our mental issue. And it's, we need, it's constantly there. Um, it was the same way when I was quoting people between, you know, changing it up from $45 an hour for 10 hours a month, changing it to uh, 1,500 
for one day's worth of work to now, yeah, it might take 90 days, but it's going to be, you know, 10 to 50,000. Mm, so that internal understanding of my value, you know, the, the output, the actual work probably didn't change dramatically, but the value that you placed on it. And I think maybe the confidence mm -hmm. to be able to, to put that forward. Um, is that still something that you, you can remember from when you first started changing, but you still have that feeling with you now? I still have that feeling and I don't think it will ever go away. And I think in some ways it's a good thing um, because I don't think, I think that when we get comfortable, I don't think that we're growing as much. And I think that all of us as a business owner, our whole concept is to grow. Um, mm -hmm. We didn't start a business again to stay stagnant. It's a process. And with it being a process, yeah, we get uncomfortable. But once you get to um, once you get to a point where you're comfortable and you start adding on a little bit of discomfort, you're growing, but then the comfortable, which is just fine, is is a walk in the park. So, so we don't finding that uncomfort, finding that level just enough. I mean, there sounds like there's a sort of seesaw approach of what's what's uncomfort, what's ooh, just a little bit of pushing rather than full-blown doubt, anxiety, mm -hmm. frustration. How do you manage that, that seesaw? For me, again, I talk, um, no matter who it's to. And finding someone to talk to is priceless because you almost need a devil's advocate. You need the, you know, you need the devil sitting there pushing you a little bit with the little pitchfork telling you, you can do it, huh. you know, where um, the little angel's going to sit back and say, no, you're, you're good. You're, you're all good, but you know that you can do just a little bit more. Um, and so, you know, it's a difference between just a simple step. It, it can be a difference between, um, changing your rates from say $45 an hour to $55 an hour. It doesn't have to be a $100 to $1,000 change. It just needs to be, okay, well, if I'm, if I'm comfortable at 45 and I wanna go to 75, maybe there's an in-between there that I can take a smaller baby steps. Mm -hmm. And talking that out with someone is huge because someone's going to be sitting there and they're going to see it completely different than you do. Oh, everyone has their own influences from family, from society, from TV shows they watch, everything around in their, in their full ecosystem. Mm -hmm. There's so many different touch points, so many different influencing factors that, that could help, could hinder. They could hinder as well. Yeah. Cause you don't want the person that tells you all the time to quit. Um, <laughs> That oh, you don't do it. Just, just get a job. Just get a job. It's safer, right? Yeah, the the safer part. Um, and I don't think any job yeah. is safe. So it's. So you might as well go after the thing that you know you're passionate about, and go after the thing that's going to make a difference in the world. 
One thing I've always thought is that, you know, if you're charging X number of dollars, say you're charging um, $100, and that's like your pushing point, and you need to make money fast, mm -hmm. you have a bill coming up. As an entrepreneur, there's no reason why you can't just go get a client at a little bit less money. You know, do I advocate that? Not really, um, because I think that you're putting yourself backwards, but it's always there. There's always a way to make money as an entrepreneur. There's always a way. So it's either, I hate running sales. I tell people all the time, don't run a sale instead add a bonus. Um, and you can do that, which will all of a sudden, you know, probably generate conversation, money, um, even, you know, just instant income. Worst comes to worst, go sell something on huh. book marketplace. But it's you also finding <laughs> what's right for you, following mm -hmm. your intuition on what does feel right. And, you know, one thing that we very heavy with our, with our clients is understanding what is what is the uncomfort what is the the pull of fear versus the inspiration of no this is what i it's what i should be doing this is what i could be doing there's a very different sort of flavor to those those two trajectories right oh yeah there's definitely um and i think sometimes when we take a step into that what i want to be doing then the steps become easier yeah. It's kind. It's kind of like learning how to run. You know, you don't start learning how to run by just taking off to do a five k. At least I would hope not. Um, you're going to start by walking a little bit and start jogging shorter distances until you work your way up to that five k. So it's the same concept with your business. You're taking a small step there to take mm -hmm. a bigger step. Love it. Beautiful, Dana. Thank you so much for your time and for sharing. Um, your story. Um, if people want to learn a bit more about you, where can they find you? I am at danasacco.co. There we go. Everyone check Dana out. Beautiful. Dana, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.